Uh, even in the minuscule size audience that we have, this is the biggest, most listened to hours, so listen up. Our name is Elise, right? Okay. If you're the praying type, start now. Ask Father Willie Doyle, for example, for a miracle for his canonization to heal Elise. If you're not the praying type, then today is a good day to start. As a young woman whose life is a, was ahead of her, she got shot in the chest and uh, a horrible accident. Let me just give, explain to you the gravity of this miracle and why it's needed. You know, you know, I'm going to play radio preacher for a moment. If that baby dies, if that poor child dies, then whoever shot her is going to be a murderer. So you're not going to lose one, you're going to lose two lives that are going to be inexorably ruined. Little Elise is going to be gone, leaving a grieving mother and father and Uncle Brian and Auntie Suzanne and cousins, Felicity and what have you here, and leaving a whole family grieving behind, and someone's child is going to be accused of murder. That's the gravity of what's happening. So let's pray for a miracle. You don't have to ask Father Willie Doyle. If you're Protestant and you pray in your own way, do that, and thank you. But I'm going to say a Hail Mary, and I hope all of you will uh, will join. And then, and this is serious, Sarah Grant needs a miracle. There are two people that we know intimately. You know Ryan Grant from his guest appearances here. Uh, he's on Mike uh, Parrott's uh, Rundown show. He, we and I, he and I did another whole series we did on the controversy over the Roman pontiff. Ryan and I did, uh, reviewed his entire book, 17 episodes. That'll go up on Mac sometime. Uh, Ryan's a good man. Uh, he's a good Catholic. He's a good friend. And he's a good father. And he's watching his wife die. So there's lots of that we, we, that we can pray for here. So I'm going to just leave Joe in, a, in a, a Hail Mary and then a Memorari and then a Gloria. Uh, pray along at home if you wish. And these are our intentions. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother, to thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et secula seculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, back to business now. And of course, keep praying, y'all. Don't, don't let me stop you. This is a silly radio show. Life is at stake here. Let's go to the tape. I said I was going to play it for you this hour. This shouldn't be news, but it is. January the 6th, 2021. Donald John Trump. This is the operative part. Here's a reminder. Now, see if it sounds to you like he's fantasizing here or this is some wild conspiracy. Or see if it sounds to you like it sounded to me then and it sounded to me again when I listened to it this morning and I wrote about it, thekingdo.substack.com. 
See if it sounds to you like he actually thinks that he knows what's going to go on in that Capitol building. You see, judge for yourself. Real quick, I just want to say, if you're watching this on Roku TV, you'll see a disclaimer at the bottom of this video because PBS has got, since gone back and put a disclaimer that says Biden won the 2020 election. Right. There is no evidence of large-scale voter fraud. Right, that's not us. Check. That's yeah, not us. That's not us putting that on the <laughs> It's a PBS video. <laughs> National Communist Radio and Television Video. What I was told, if I went from 63 million, which we had four years ago, to 66 million, there was no chance of losing. Well, we didn't go to 66, we went to 75 million, and they say we lost, we didn't lose. And by the way, does anybody believe that Joe had 80 million votes? Does anybody believe that? He had 80 million computer votes. It's a disgrace. There's never been anything like that. You could take third world countries. Just take a look. Take third world countries. Their elections are more honest than what we've been going through in this country. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Even when you look at last night, they're all running around like chickens with their heads cut off with boxes. and Nobody knows what the hell is going on. There's never been anything like this. We will not let them silence your voices. We're not going to let it happen. That sound like a conspiracy to you? Sounds like not going to let it happen. What does that sound like? Thank you. And I'd love to have if those tens of thousands of people would be allowed the military, the Secret Service, and we want to thank you, and the police law enforcement, great, you're doing a great job. But I'd love it if they could be allowed to come up here with us. Is that possible? Can you just let them come up, please? And Rudy, you did a great job. He's got guts. You know what? He's got guts, unlike a lot of people in the Republican Party. He's got guts. By the, way, by the way, the libtard left is destroyed. I'll tell you, thank you. Very what much. remained of Rudy Giuliani's public career? Killed it. That's a tough act to follow, those two. John is one of the most brilliant lawyers in the country, and he looked at this and he said, what an absolute disgrace that this could be happening to our Constitution. Okay, here it comes. And he looked at Mike Pence, and I hope Mike is going to do the right thing. I hope so. I hope so. Because if Mike Pence does the right thing, we win the election. All he has to do... All in, this is, this is from the number one or certainly one of the top constitutional lawyers in our country. He has the absolute right to do it. We're supposed to protect our country, support our country, support our constitution and protect our constitution. States want to revote. The states got defrauded. They were given false information. They voted on it. Now they want to recertify. They want it back. All Vice President Pence has to do is send it back to the states to recertify. And we become president, and you are the happiest people. He's telling I you what's going to happen. I just spoke to Mike. I said, Mike, that doesn't take courage. 
what takes courage is to do nothing. That takes courage. And then we're stuck with a president who lost the election by a lot. And we have to live with that for four more years. We're just not going to let that happen. Many of you All right. have stop, traveled. Stop. Let me play Limbaugh for this. Stop the tape. What did you just hear? I just spoke to Mike. Okay, what does that mean, Mike Church? Well, I'll tell you what it means. It means Pence was going to do it, or he told Trump he was going to do it. So that's why Ray Epps was activated. That's why all of those others, those guys that were all photographed, that we all saw the photos of in their brown khaki pants and their fake Zoomer haircuts trying to blend in. This is conspiracy theory, military, you're losing your reputation. Whatever, dude. I have ears. I was there on January the 6th. I broadcast what you just heard. And I broadcast for four hours after what you just heard. And by the way, with my eyeballs, Chuck, I did not see violence. I saw some hoodlums graffiti spray painting. I saw some hoodlums breaking a couple of windows. You know, I did see violence after the fact, though. I did see a Capitol Hill cop shoot a woman in the head at point-blank range. I did see that. The timing had to be right, and the timing was right. By the by, Schmuckle Schumer, Mitch McConnell, and Mitt Romney, you're going to hear their digital media files, they did not see anything. They were taken out of the Senate chamber, and they were sent into their bunker. They went through a tunnel, and they went into their little bunker. For them to say, I was here, I saw it. No, you didn't. Now you now who's lying? Schmuckles, you didn't see anything. You just said somebody told you a, after the fact that you were 30 feet away from someone saying, get him! But you didn't do it. Uh, I have a question. How come in all the January 6 hearings and all the videotape, including the doctored up crap that they got Hollywood to fix for them, why was there never a tape that was played? in that January 6th committee, and how come CNN never ran a tape of a protester or a rioter or a terrorist, whatever you would, an insurrectionist, yelling, get him? Where is it, Chuck? There's 41,000 hours of videotape with sound. Where's the tape with someone screaming, get him? It doesn't exist. You know why? Because it didn't happen. I'm going to say it again. Jacob Chansley is innocent. Jacob Chansley should be pardoned. He should be, by hell, Biden ought to pardon him. If the injustice system doesn't, the injustice department doesn't fix this right or right this wrong, why does Trump want to be, I, 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 don't, I don't understand why anyone wants to continue in this facade. You now have, I forget how many people have been sentenced to jail terms whose lives are completely, totally destroyed and ruined. We're forced basically to plead guilty or to bring million dollar lawsuits down upon them. We're attorneys that had million dollars worth of time to persecute and prosecute people. We're told, and, or, and I found, I remember her name now, Beryl A. Howell is the judge. We're told in Beryl Howell's D.C. court, 
Either you plead guilty to what you did on January the 6th, or the government of the United States is going to bring every resource it has to bear against you and your family, and we're going to send you to a federal pen for 10 or more years, and we're going to fine you and ruin your life. Let's just review quickly before we go to what else we have from Tucker Carlson last night and all the other great stuff that we have on today's program. You just heard the president then. He was, I cannot stress to you enough that when Trump took that stage on January the 6th, 2021, he was still POTUS 45. If Congress had declared war that morning, he would have been commander-in-chief. There's your proof. If some emergency act would have needed executive authority to approve it, it wouldn't have come from the regime leader. It would have come from Trump. He was acting that day as president of the United States. When he took to that stage, he was acting as commander-in-chief. He was acting as the head of the executive department or the executive branch of the federal government of the United States. Were there any troops that were deployed anywhere in the world? He was their commander-in-chief. This is not some stage actor that hosted a show on NBC that took the stage that day to go talk to a half a million people and via television to a hundred and some odd million around the world. You heard it in his own voice. We have constitutional lawyers that say that this is something that Mike Pence as vice president can do. Uh, Mike Pence is going to do it. I just talked to him and reassured him. I told him it takes courage to not do it. And after he does it, we're going to be president. That's why the order was given for the riot. So in the words of someone that used to employ me once who claimed that I had fired myself, you invaded yourself. Schmuckle, Schumer, and all the rest of them, you insurrected yourself. How can you take anyone from this side seriously when we saw buildings burning? People were throwing stuff, people were getting injured. And they claimed it to be mostly peaceful protest. Mostly peaceful. But then you saw the footage that Tucker had where they're just walking calmly and taking selfies. Selfies. And they called it a violent, deadly insurrection. Oh, by the way, okay, play Mitch McConnell before we get to Tucker. Here's Mitch McConnell. This was violence. I was told that we're here. Austin staff. And, and by the way, if you become a staffer for a member of the United States Senate or the House of Representatives, did you t- take some kind of blood oath to take a bullet for him? Because Schumer and McConnell make it sound like staffers were out there like Secret Service agents taking bullets for the member. You, you, you see the arrogance of what you are so high, lofty, and mighty that piddling ass staffers that make 60 grand a year. Maybe even less, some of them are probably unpaid interns are out there in a hallway staring down half-naked, bearskin, clad, rug, Viking hat man. Pitchforks. They had pitchforks and torches. Hockey sticks. And hockey sticks. So you coward. McConnell, coward. Romney, coward. Schumer, and liars. You sent your little staffers out there to go take bullets for you, to go take hockey sticks upside the head for you? Were there any injuries? Because I didn't see any reported. 
Where were the injuries? Usually when a mob riots and stuff, people get run over. You know, Maggie, you're going to get mad because I'm going to delay. Remember that miniseries we watched about the soccer riots in Liverpool? Yes. Okay, that was an actual riot. And how many, what, 14 people were killed, I want to say? 14 or 17. And that woman, her name was Anne. The series was called Anne. And this woman, she would not give it up. Because she was like, the cops failed that day. They abandoned their post, and my baby got run over. Hillsborough. Hillsborough. Ann Williams. And my baby, my son, got run over and stumped to death. And she wouldn't give it up. And so they made a miniseries about it. My point being that, that George Carlin talks about soccer rights. He's talking about William, Williamsburg. I'm sorry, what's it called? There were 97 deaths and 766 injuries. 760 people injured, 97 people killed Hillsborough. in Hillsborough, the Hillsborough soccer riot. That's a riot. Okay? That's what a riot looks like. And actual people got actually run over and actually killed. To say that this thing that happened at the Capitol was a riot is just a joke. Where, again, were there factions led by special agents? Yes, we did see that. We're talking small. It was just more like a, a small gang, like a turf war between competing gangs, if it happened. We also now know that the smoke that we saw that supposedly came from the rioters was actually from the Capitol Hill cops detonating tear gas bombs accidentally. So for these people, my staff, we were 30 feet away. 30 feet away from what? People that wanted your autograph, wanted to take a selfie with you? I love the thing, what we all witnessed with our own eyes. You didn't see anything, Chuck. Unless you were watching it on closed circuit TV, you didn't see a darn thing. You know why? Because like the coward you are, you were hiding in a bunker. So here, here, here was Mitch McConnell's, my view is, what a detestable, absolutely just detestable human being this man is. You people in Kentucky deserve better. Yeah, he's also got his Ukraine flag wrapped around his neck. Was it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to cuts and causes of this security footage? My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, it was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Another round of videos that are going to be released today. I understand that you're upset with the way that Fox is uh, depicting it, but he's been forecasting this for months, asking for this access to this footage to have a presentation just like this. Yeah, Was yeah. it a mistake for <laughs> the speaker to hand that? You guys know I have many faults, but one of them is not 
answering the question in a way that I don't want to answer it. I've given you the answer. Where's the one that you played earlier where he says, uh, in my view, what we all saw with our eyes. That was, it was in the beginning. Okay, it was in the start. A couple of things. A couple of things about this. And Tucker actually says this. What did they want me to do? What am I supposed to do? I am a freaking reporter. I report them. I'm a journalist. I investigate things. Someone gave me a tip on an investigation in the biggest event in the United, United States in the year that was 2021, and I acted upon it. What the hell was I supposed to do? What they're really upset about is the fact that I came to a conclusion that they didn't come to. So at the end of the day, this is you don't have the right to disagree with your government. The Capitol Hill police chief says that it was a violent insurrection and that's the end of it. It's no news to break here that these people are drunk with power and that they're drunk with their own self-importance. But it is also news here, and I have to say, say it again, to serve up and to, to say that this is all just a pack of lies and that Tucker Carlson is a liar, which means all of us, by extension, that are going to take that videotape and going to share it with someone else and say, this is what really happened. That makes you a liar then. That makes me a liar. So I'm a liar now, too. So this is the government of the United States saying that they are at variance, or to use McConnell's words, are at variance with the facts of what happened. Whatever, Franklin the turtle. Let me give you, again, my view. I played it earlier. Trump said what was going to happen. They for. They prevented it. <laughs> the easiest way to describe the how and why of January 6th is that McConnell and Schumer at all prevented what Trump said was going to happen from happening. They were well prepared. They knew the exit. Come on, TKD. They probably have fire drills. You have your story and I have mine. Uh, and, and, and by the way, this story, I looked this up. The story about they were yelling, get him. Well, here is what actually happened, according to Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace was in the Capitol from South Carolina. She was there on January the 6th, this February 20, uh, 4, 4th, 2021. Emily Jacobs reporting at the New York Post. AOC, and this is in my Substack today. I quote and link to it. AOC blasted for exaggerating her trauma from Capitol riot experience. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is being dubbed Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett. <laughs> As details emerge that she exaggerated the extent of her trauma from the Capitol riot, given that she was not at the site of the siege, but in an office building nearby. In the four weeks since the riot, Ocasio-Cortez has said repeatedly that she feared for her life. On January the 6th, as a result of a very close encounter. This week, the progressive Paul shared more details of that encounter during a Instagram live feed. Ocasio-Cortez was in her office, which is located at the Cannon Building, when rioters stormed the Capitol. The building is part of the overall Capitol complex, but is not within the Capitol building itself. She had barricaded in her, she, she had been barricaded 
in her office for hours when a man who turned out to be a Capitol Police officer rushed into her office to direct her to a safer location for lawmakers. The officer, AOC said, had anger and hostility in his eyes, making her question if he was trying to put her in a vulnerable situation. Still, she chose to trust him and not pass judgment. The 31-year-old lawmaker then became emotional, revealing that she was a sexual assault survivor. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Now all of a sudden you're Roseanne Barr and you remember that your stepdaddy diddled you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can't make this stuff up. I couldn't write this. She was a sexual assault survivor, which caused her to struggle with the idea of being believed. So, in other words, everything we have to believe everything you say because you say you were sexually assaulted. Okay, got it. And then the rioters came in my office and stuff and started yelling, get her, get her. And I had to hide myself and lock myself like in the bathroom and stuff. Which is one of the things she was twattering out about. She gave no details about the of the uh, no. She gave no details about the assault or when it took place. That struggle, she said, kept her from speaking out initially about her experience at the Capitol. After she stared her story, Representative Katie Porter, then another Democrat, by the way, where is Katie Porter today? Go look that up. Revealed during that riot, during the riot, that Ocasio Cortez walked into her office didn't stop to speak to her, and just began opening cabinet doors. I was like, can I, like, help you? Like, what are you, like, looking for and stuff? Porter shared during the MSNBC appearance. I'm, like, looking for where I'm going to hide and stuff. Kasia Cortez reportedly responded. Porter said she tried to calm AOC down, saying that she was a mom and had plenty of supplies in the office to sustain them. So you had supplies in the office in the event of a, of a lockdown inside the, the office building. Gee, I must have missed where the Morador. Well, maybe she was just one of those prepared people. <laughs> Capitol building. She's a Democrat from California and she's a prepper. Right. Maybe. The problem with the story, however, is that rioters did not storm the building in question. As a matter of fact, if you look at the aerial shot of this, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a block away. She's not even in the same grounds. Representative Nancy Mace, Republican of South Carolina, tweeted out, My office is two doors down. Insurrection has never stormed our hallway. The accusation began to circulate on social media, resulting in the Democrat socialist getting dragged on multiple platforms, including her favorite, Twatter. After being called out by conservative journalist Jack Posobiec on the platform with a map of the Capitol complex to New York, lawmaker responded, This isn't a fact check at all. Your arrows aren't accurate. They lie about where the mob stormed and placed them further away than it was. You also failed to convey multiple areas people were trying to storm. It wasn't one. You also failed to show tunnels. Poor job all around. Hey, dummy. 
How would he know where the tunnels are, stupid? You're the only one that knows where the tunnels are. And by the way, I know where that tunnel is because I've been in the Capitol building. You, 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 instead of having to cross the street there, as the photograph shows, you go under the street. Because you know, lawmakers, it might be raining, raining, and they can't get their hair wet. So if her hair gets messed up, part, her part is just not going to look right. It's going to ruin her day. Uh, Pacific's map, uh, map highlighted that the three-tenths of a mile dis uh, distance between the Democrat lawmaker's office building and the Capitol Rotunda itself after being called out uh, by Pacific still by the map, sharing it in writing. Maps cut through the rhetoric, sweetheart. <laughs> Pacific went on to call, uh, to call AOC out for continuing to stand by her story, writing a series of tweets, including one in which she screenshotted a post from the lawmaker about how protests are supposed to make people uncomfortable. Is this you, he asked? The whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Activists take that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. But you, 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 This isn't in the story, but just let me remind you, if you don't know this. In December of 2020, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez stormed the Capitol building on a Saturday morning without a permit with a bunch of Green New Deal environmentalist wackos and rioted inside the rotunda, screaming and hollering, carrying placards and steins, and shouting for the Green New Deal. Look it up. A lot of the rioters were angrier at Mitch McConnell than they were at any Democrat. To some extent, what you saw on January 6th was an intra-party struggle. None of it, not all of it, some of it, an act of mindless destruction aimed at Republican leaders born of long-simmering frustration. People who run the Republican Party don't care about the people who elected. This is more than in the story. I just wanted to... You know, it did not happen. Remember all the memes on Twitter? They're probably in the Crusade Stadium chat room, too, of Jack Nicholson breaking through the door in The Shining, and instead of Shelley Duvall screaming, they put Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's face on there. <laughs> Johnny's home! <laughs> but this is serious business. They've redefined what a man is. They've redefined the word, what a woman is. They've redefined what peaceful protest is. And now they've redefined what a riot is. Again... I will show you a riot. The Hillsborough riot in 1987 in Hillsborough, England, killed 97 and injured 704, uh, 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 Seven sixty-seven. 767 uh, uh, people. That's a riot. That's what a riot looks like. That's what's a, that's when an uncontrolled crowd, when a crowd gets out of control and just moves in a certain direction. That's a riot. Now, let's just say, you know, there's supposedly there were, what, 30,000 people in the stands that day, I think, at that soccer game, uh, Hillsborough. It was Hillsborough versus Liverpool. I think it was the game. Because uh, we watched this, the series on it. And, and it's called Anne, the BBC producer. It's pretty good. Um, they say at the Capitol that day that there were, what, how many, how many, is there an estimate on how many people were at that, that actually were rioting? There are 10,000, 
You can't put that many people in the Capitol building. Two, three thousand, maybe, made it inside. Okay, so you take take the number of people killed and run over, and just take it down by mathematical factors there to compare Hillsborough with January the sixth. You still would have had people run over if if it truly was this violent riot that was uncontrolled and just filled with violence and hockey sticks and people screaming and shouting, "Let's get them." Then somebody would have gotten got. <laughs> they outnumbered them. Somebody would have gotten got. 